It's kind of my favorite. Let me tell you about what happened to me to start us off. This is a very sad story. Oh, God. So we're doing our budget. <laughs> first of all. Wait, your personal budget? Yeah. Okay. The worst. Okay. Hate budgets. Caleb's so a wine restrictive. nerd. Okay. He sat me down. So we have the budgets, and Katie's like, what is this $100 charge from AT&T? We're Verizon people. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? I have no idea. And I was like, oh, it's our home internet. We must have gotten like a setup charge. Right. And so I call them, and they're like, no, no, it's just your home internet. It's $60. I'm like, then why am I getting billed 100 they're like, oh, well, that's for your mobile service. I'm like, we don't have mobile service. <laughs> and she's like, um, yeah, you do. And she, like rattles off the phone number. I'm like, no, I don't. And so she pulls it up. She's like, well, it says here that your account is suspended because you never agreed to the contract. Did your identity get stolen? No, but I got a quote. Of how much it would cost if we switched to AT&T. And then said like, no, I'm not interested. And they took that as, let's start auto billing you. <laughs> what? We'd like to thank our sponsor, AT&T. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So they just started you auto billing us. me. And I'm like, yeah, the reason I didn't agree to the contract is because I didn't want it. That doesn't mean auto bill me. Happy New Year. Anyway. This podcast is brought to you by Bluey. <laughs> um, so, you're back. First repeat guest. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> How do you... I'm, like, I'm that good of a guest. I mean... That you're like... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. Must repeat. Best guest ever. And by repeat, we mean... The formerly known as, what was it called? Design Build Live. Yeah. Now it's Collective Living Design Podcast. Collective Living Design Podcast brought to you by <laughs> Bluey, AT&T, and Kleenex. <laughs> um, <clears throat> me. See? So you said you wanted to defend your honor because you felt like you got your name dragged through the mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In what way? I... Do not delete my emails. Yeah, you'd have to be a psychopath to delete your emails. Now, I do manage the info email right now. Mm -hmm. All those emails get filed in a folder. Okay. That's how it was when I took it over. I continued that. It is pretty satisfying to do that. What do you mean? Because your inbox does look empty. You just have to click through your other folders to find your emails. That sounds like a recipe for forgetting about the emails. Okay, I get the info email gets in emailed an invoice. So I open it, I forward it to who it needs to go to, and then it gets moved into invoices folder. I don't have to do anything with it. I just have to send it who I need to send it to as a, and then file it away for that rainy day where we're like where are all of our invoices mm -hmm. oh i know yeah invoice folder it's actually incredibly organized and 
Kind of satisfying. Well, I would like to formally apologize on behalf of Abby. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But I regret nothing. (laughs) That's true. It was Abby. Yeah. Who said it. The worst. (laughs) Now, I don't know about Aaron. Y'all also said that about her. I don't know. Yeah, well, we... Aaron and I were talking about you yesterday, so you'll just have to wait and see what kind of things came up. Did you and Aaron discuss whether or not she deleted the emails? We didn't, but you came up at some point, and I I think I even said, oh, Lori's going to be so mad at me for saying that. Oh. But I don't remember what it was, so you can't Great. defend yourself. Well, yeah. on my on my tripeat, all. I don't think it's called a tripeat. <laughs> I think you're confusing triathlon and three feet. My three feet. Oh, three. <laughs> it is three feet. Yeah, it's three feet. Okay. On my three feet, I'll defend myself, I guess. Okay. If it's wrong. Tell me about uh, what's been going on. <laughs> that open-ended, huh? Yeah. What's new in the business? In the business? The business. Actually, Abby and I had a great time coming up with one sentence... Um, like what it's like to own a business in one sentence. Mm. Like it just is painful and then you quit. <laughs> Drag through the mud what's and then the, you try to defend yourself. Yeah. What's the best part of, yeah, no, that's, that's the podcast business. <laughs> uh, what's the best part? Of? Owning a business. Oh, owning a business. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Would you own a business if it wasn't for Abby and I? Or do you think that you would have done it? And it would look like, really yeah. different. Yeah. It would look really different. I don't know if it would. Mine would too. Be, I'd be a so very profitable and so. No, I don't think I would be as profitable or risk taking or diverse. Here's the thing I was thinking about the other day. There's just a lot that I wouldn't want to do. I don't think I would have ever hired people, honestly. Yeah, that's the problem. I would have been a solopreneur. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> and, yeah, because you don't realize the number of things you have to do uh-huh. with invoicing and QuickBooks and taxes unless you have a CFO. Mm-hmm. Which. Oh, Yeah. We did. We had one. He got fired. He gone. <laughs> it was my husband. Yeah. We're just joking. He's the best. Well, the that beast. that was. Now we're now we're jumping to the middle. Well, that was Lori Champ Design. Yeah. He's never worked for Collected Living, and he never will. <laughs> That's the truth. Lesson learned there. <laughs> Bridges burned. Just. Kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, he's the best. Um, he did. Uh, but seriously, me, he'll never work for it. He did loan me a drill the other day, so. Yeah, it was around. I think it's still in my truck, actually. So. Yeah, we'd like that back. That might get donated. <laughs> <laughs> that might get donated to the business. I'm just finding dog hair all over. Should we me. tell the people about the light switch cover? Well. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? When you're running a business, a small business, you have to solve problems creatively. Mm-hmm. So was I, I had I already gone to Lowe's three times that day? Yes. 
was I trying to avoid a fourth trip to Lowe's? Which he also yes dislikes Lowe's unless Lowe's. they want to sponsor. But I also <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sponsored by Lowe's. <laughs> how Lo- Lowe's, how doers get things done. <laughs> Wait, is that Home Depot? I don't know. I don't know. One of the two. Um, but I was working on a project literally two doors down from Lori's house and I broke a light switch cover while installing it. And I think you even said I have extra light switch covers. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I did say that, but I don't remember if I said that before or after you told me that you did it. I think it was after maybe, but I went over there and I just took one off of the wall. He took one off my switch and and then you told me I took a light switch cover and I was like, oh, you found them in the drawer in the laundry room. Yeah. How? Not quite, but basically. <laughs> How like convenient and yeah. like resourceful of you. It and, was resourceful. And then it was probably about a week later. I'm walking down my back stairway <laughs> and I see that one of my switches does not have a switch plate on it. The, really the only downfall. And I was, was like, oh, I never replaced the one that I took. <laughs> And then we went through an entire kitchen reno. Mm-hmm. And that switch still does not it's have a cover on it. And it's, it's in a, that room. It's kind of a memento of our past. Yeah. I'm going to get you a plaque to hang over that switch. <laughs> Explaining why it has no switch cover. Actually, I'm just going to make you buy me an expensive brass, Ooh. unlacquered brass rejuvenation switch cover. Do they sell those? Yeah, we just sure installed them at a kitchen reno nearby our studio. Those were from Rejuvenation? Yes, sir. Oh. That's pretty cool, I guess. Sponsored by Rejuvenation. Speaking of brass, here's the problem <laughs> with brass. Timeless. Too classic. No. Too timeless. It's too soft. So then you use the brass screw that comes with it that matches... And when you go to tighten it down, it just breaks off. You know where this came in so much handy recently? So much handy? So much. Me like brass. (laughs) Brass so much handy. (laughs) We had these sconces that were very expensive, Uh made of solid brass. They all came. They all were leaning in toward Mm -hmm. the wall. Like they were like a skinny stick and they were leaning in and they looked crooked and the electrician i had to ask him about it and he's like oh just a second let me see and he just went and was able to like slightly bend them all perfectly straight because of the solid brass construction you're saying it's a feature not a bug you sound like the it guy that when my program crashes he's like well it's actually nice because it teaches you to save more lesson (laughs) learned it's a good feature isn't it if they would have been made of some other material that doesn't bend easily, we wouldn't have been able to fix it. And also, they might have been uglier. Might the have. uglier I won't argue with, but we had, of like 10 total screws, three of them snapped off. And then you have to drill it out, mm, plug it, re-drill that. it, get new screws. I'm going to send you on to someone else to talk about (laughs) (laughs) what to do about that because I don't have an answer for that. Okay, that's a good point of conversation. How do you marry design and construction? Because 
there's a reason there's a bad reputation with contractors and designers that aren't on the same company <laughs> getting at odds. Mm-hmm. And so we are design build. So we perfectly mesh uh-huh. design and build. Uh-huh. What's the secret to our flawless execution? <laughs> of so. What's the hard part? The hard part? Yeah. It's hard. The hard part is having the resources, I think, to always do design ideas that are different or new or yeah. up and coming or not basic. Yeah. I think, yeah. So it's like having the resources or having the mindset of like somebody is willing to figure it out or wants to do it. I think there are some creative subs contractors out there mm-hmm. who like to do that, but they probably are in a niche yeah. or a niche, if you will. I won't, but <laughs> we get the point. Yeah. I think that is definitely a big piece of it. Makes it tricky. It, it, it can be tricky. It's yeah. You don't want to do the same thing over and over. No. You want to be creative. Right. I mean. But it's like the, that is kind of the antithesis of like efficiency and uh, like being able to like make a process. Right. And I mean, that is where we, uh, how do I say, charge a premium. Yeah. Not a premium, but we charge what a design and build would charge, not what a contractor Joe alone would charge. Because could be Mike, could be Frank, but it's could probably be Bob. Joe. Yeah, probably Joe. Um, because typically, if they're working alone without a designer, you're not gonna get that. You're not yeah. gonna get that devoted time and energy into making something unique or different or. Yeah. creative i feel like it's yeah it's like trying to shove <laughs> it's basically saying like take something super black and white analytical like construction mm-hmm. it is like a precision art and then mash like creative art into it mm-hmm. because the design side is very much like be unique be different don't do the same thing um do things that aren't common and it's like trying to marry that into I need this down to the 32nd of an inch <laughs> and everything to be mm-hmm. square and perfect it's like they're they're like competing ideologies a little bit of like the creative and the what's the opposite of creative mundane <laughs> okay lame no I'm kidding um like mathematical yeah Analytical, maybe. Yeah. So it does get hard, I think, to like try to do both well and not Mm -hmm. butt heads. (laughs) (laughs) Could you get that on the mic? (laughs) For everyone that's just listening, (laughs) I'm doing my interpretation of two rams butting their heads (laughs) together. (laughs) It's a really good one. Yeah. But that's okay. It's part of the challenge. Honestly, 
If it wasn't for challenges, I would get bored and really do something else. I hate admitting it. <laughs> Are you on sure? My, on my good days? No, here's the problem. I want what I don't want. Uh, you know, my good friend Paul once yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah. Did he have a last name? The a- Apostle. The Apostle is his first name, actually. Apostle Paul. Paul the Apostle. Okay. Middle name The. Yep. So anyway, PTA, Paul the Apostle. (laughs) (laughs) It's because like I, when I first got uh, my first like real job out of college, I had all this free time and I'd go play golf and go to lunch with people and be a salesman, you know, hashtag sales. Oh. And I got so bored. Really? But it was fun for like a year. Mm. But then I just feel like it's like people that retire. Mm-hmm. Just get bored. And if you don't have challenge, that's what it turns into. So it does feel good for like a year. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of forever? Yeah. So I felt as nurse. But it's going to like, but the problem is that it does feel good for like a year. Mm-hmm. So you feel like that's what you want, but that's not actually what you want. Mm-hmm. So that means I still get to complain about it all the time. <laughs> but it's what I want, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so just tune you out. Yeah, just don't listen to me. Okay. And I also will not listen to you. <laughs> okay, no. No. Um, so this is a change of topic, but you recently went to the trampoline park. I did. Above all. Sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Above all, trampoline park. Yep, sure did. And what's your review? Um, did you get the grippy socks and go out there? Or oh, just, no. No, more I was, of a watcher. I was mon- monitoring. Yeah. Yep. And what the boys think? Oh, they loved it. Did they play dodgeball? They did play dodgeball. It's an ADHD kid's dream in there. Yeah. You just bounce around to the next little thing. Yeah. They did dodgeball. They did the... Uh, where you have the oh yeah the fighting like gladiator the, yeah gladiator fighting mm-hmm. thing the, all all the little stations the little did they go jump off the platform thing onto yes. the airbag we did this for my oldest Reed's ninth birthday man nine it is freaky ever, to think that like next year double digits like having a kid in double digits like that means you are so old. <laughs> That's what you're it's saying. It's also one of those things where you just like when you have kids in the single digit eras, you just never think you're gonna get there. Yeah. That that feels so far away. Yeah. Also, like when same with like going from toddlers to having kids in school. That kind of feels to me like my twenties. I'm like, I don't know. When my twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what twenty, mm-hmm. but it's not thirty. Never yeah. gonna be thirty. <laughs> oh. That's like having kids. Yeah. I know. So I've got four and two. You've got now nine. Nine, six, and almost one. (laughs) Little precious Faye champ. She's going to be one in two weeks. She's pretty precious. She really is. She's got a lot of Caleb in her. (laughs) Wow. 
but she looks like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be funny to see her personality. Do you think you'll have, will you make your kids play sports? I think it would encourage them to try it. Yeah. I haven't, we haven't had to, um, encourage when they haven't wanted to at all with the boys yet. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see with Faye. I'm just like, please don't do dance. What's going to be the, like, if you could pick a sport that you would want them to do? Basketball. That's it? That would be your first pick over anything else? I mean, uh, I guess of, like, the major ones that I'm running through my mind, like, it's the one that I enjoy the most to, like, watch. Yeah. And I played it and I understand it. I would say, like, I just don't understand everything about football some of some of the football stuff makes me a little nervous. Yeah. I really just don't like soccer. Yeah. I don't really like watching it. The beautiful game they call it. I don't like playing it. I know that that's an opposition of what the majority of the entire world Correct. thinks. <laughs> but you've never let that stop you before. And that's true. Um so I I just don't like soccer. Color me unsurprised that you don't like something that the rest of the world likes. <laughs> that is not true. Yes, it is. You love things that most people are like, hmm. you're like, uh, like solid what? brass. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people. I'm just the only one in your circle. Yeah, there's also like, you know, 100, whatever, 50 million people that love football, but most of the world doesn't love football. You know? Are you saying football and soccer? I was pausing because of all the chatter. Jamie Christmas. Keep it there. I don't know if that's in the hallway or is it in our back room? No, it's in the hallway. Oh. I can see their feet. Oh. This is a very professional podcast <laughs> studio. <laughs> We're not exactly secluded. Yeah. We need to put some uh, weather stripping around the door to the hallway. This is a 100 plus year old house that we're yeah. in. It's all... It's got baseboards like you wouldn't believe, though. Yeah, they got to be, what, 18 inches tall? In this room, yes. Hmm. Okay, anyway. So, so I like that. So you yeah, some you people. would choose basketball mm-hmm. for Faye, too? Sure. But you were an all-star runner. Um, All-star might need to be used loosely, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I was. Um, and you wouldn't want him to run? You know, I don't know if it was the most mentally healthy sport for me. So I feel like that tainted my... But was that just... Me? No. Was that just a bad coach? Um, Or was it the sport itself? There was definitely some bad coaching in there. Mm -hmm. So... You you want to call him out publicly on the podcast? (laughs) Here's what I would say to to young runners mm-hmm. that I, I was not aware of this going into it. Do you want to do a sport where you physically put yourself in pain by this one repetitive motion and that's it or else you will stink and not do well mm-hmm. every single day? Is that the goal? If that's not your goal, then don't do it. So you want a sport that requires multiple movements. I just feel like, I don't know why the basketball, like, 
you practice multiple things. You can be good. Like maybe you're not the best shooter, but maybe you're an amazing rebounder. Mm. You know, there's different areas, different roles you can play. There's only one role in running and it is to run fast and hard and well, to put your body in a lot okay, of pain. But that's cross country. That's true. I guess that's where I'm thinking because that's what I did. Long you distance. did track too. I did. I, but I still did like the mid distance. 800, so, which I actually enjoyed more. Okay, so Katie, my wife, is a legendary 800 runner. Mm. She still holds the record at Eastgate, <laughs> allegedly. Which is an elementary school? It's a middle school. Oh. So do you think you could beat her in eighth grade, and do you think you could beat her today? In an eighth today, grade? yes, because she's like seven months pregnant. <laughs> okay. She's pretty competitive. That's true. She she can get a little scrappy if she needs to. Yeah. One time we were playing intramurals. Have I told you this story? We were playing football, co-ed flag football, intramurals. At Mizzou. Yeah. Katie was on my team. And this kid basically just like while she was trying to run a route to catch a pass, just like grabbed her and held her, like literally gr- like a bear hug. And... uh she was like, get off me. Starts throwing her elbows. Then she goes and picks up the ball and chucks it at his head. <laughs> so that was funny. She did not like that. No. Yeah. I think the kid was a little shocked. You know. I remember Caleb playing intramural volleyball. Did you play with him? Mm. We almost won the championship. Did you play on his team? Yeah. Tim was also on that team. Yep, I was in there. But then, like, we got to the championship, and it was, like, Mizzou's indoor club team, like, men's club team, and they destroyed us. (laughs) Like, we were pretty good for not volleyball players. That would have been fun to watch. But once we we played real volleyball players, it was not so... Okay. Not so good. But, man, I love sand volleyball. Did you ever get into it? No. I mean, I've played a few times, but I don't think I would say into it. But you it. didn't like ever like that wasn't like a thing you guys went and did in high school or play in college or go. Him and you didn't have like some sand courts. You were I, we did to. actually, but I wouldn't. I can probably count on one hand the number of times that I did it. But I did play in a room volleyball indoors at okay. M and U. And what was, were you a setter or a hitter? I don't remember. So, probably not a hitter. (laughs) (laughs) Which is shocking. Did you strike fear into people? Considering my mad vertical. Um, Doubt it. Yeah. That sounds right. You were like, they're like, Lori, smash it. And you're like, I don't know. Are these nets made out of solid brass? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. Solid brass. (laughs) If you had to choose one finish for the rest of your life. Brass, black, polished nickel, chrome, satin nickel. Satin nickel! (laughs) (laughs) But you could, it was going to be forever for the rest of your life. You had to keep it. I'd say brass. Unlacquered or lacquered? 
I don't care. I guess I'm lacquered. Interesting. I could always polish it up and make it shiny again and let it get Re- patinaed again. Repatinaed. Okay. That's a pretty bold stance. It's actually not. Okay. I'm going to France in the summer. I'll let you oh. know what I see over there. What are you most excited about on your trip? Um, Seeing like really old places, honestly. Are you going to pronounce it Pelly when you're there? <laughs> <laughs> so people know you're local? No. Okay. Uh, you just want to go see old rundown buildings. <laughs> I want to see like beautiful architecture when like people used to really care about it. Mm. Yeah. You know, like put artistry into it. Yeah. See, contractors and designers used to not argue about it and now they do. Man, that's the truth. Western world. That's interesting, actually. I've never really thought about that. And like, just, I don't know. But it's it would, just so you much would like prettier. Literally, there would be like generations of people building these buildings. Yeah. Like you would spend your whole life working on a building that wouldn't even be done. Even, okay, even traveling from here in the Midwest, I feel like we are kind of a, a sad spot for designers. The mm. Midwest in particular. Particular. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In particular. Traveled to like Boston a few times. They have like a Walgreens there with like shake shingles on the outside, and yeah. it like looks like it belongs on the East Coast. And then here, it's like a stucco block, and it's painted the ugliest like shade of tan you could ever imagine. Hashtag this this post <laughs> is sponsored by Walgreens. <laughs> if the Walgreens needs design help, just let us know. I mean, if 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 anybody needs to sign up, let us know. <laughs> yeah, but especially our sponsor, Walgreens. <laughs> but then, like, I don't know, like where people care. I just it impacts me a ton. Yeah. What my surroundings look like, which is why I'm why I do this and why I care. It's like my sister-in-law Melody, the Zaxby's sign that is like a oh, ten thousand lumen neon blue light that just bathes their surroundings in neon glow feels like she really that really impacts her daily life in a bad way Hmm. yeah i mean like just having to be in a place where i think that's also why i do love living in the historic district because i feel like at least there it's like you get a little bit of nod to like intentional architecture and then I know you and Katie looked up your architectural mm. style of your home, yes. the new home you bought. And, and But that's true for so many in the Midwest. Yeah. In any subdivision anywhere. You really ruined Katie's dreams on that. Uh, she's the one she that like, said, I think it's this. Please tell me it's just something cool and it has a style. And you, you called it, I believe, No. 90s mashup. <laughs> actually i did i actually say that but 90s then, midwest mashup i said i don't even know it was really 90s when, when was the house built 80s maybe anyway it is it's like that conglomerate that has no distinction mm-hmm. and then you guys found a um cheat sheet if you will of architectural styles and it has been dubbed a mcmansion yeah 
it's just like this it has no architectural soul sure it's it's lost in an abyss of at least has stone on it it does it is a pretty i'm not saying that all mcmansions are ugly they're not but they they did get kind of this like lost um like i don't know what what do you say that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) it's a great question actually (laughs) Yeah. It just got lost. It got lost in lost, similar in the way that that sentence got lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it was going somewhere, and then it was not. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the architectural style in the Midwest. Yeah. Why do you think it is though? What do you think happened? It's cheaper to build? I think it's cheaper. I think the frugality of the Midwest probably like contributed to that to some extent. Yeah. I think that to some extent people stopped caring. Some people, maybe. I think there's something to making it look, quote unquote, grander, like bigger. Mm-hmm but not actually making like a bigger house that you end up with. Yeah, because I have a definite dream to build a house someday. And mm. the main reason being because I want to design it. And I will 100% choose details over size when it comes to certain like aspects of it. Yeah, there's also a... We were just talking to a friend of ours the other day. They're, they're having their fourth kid. And we're talking. To, they're talking about moving. Mm-hmm. And, like, having babies makes houses, like, you need a type of house for having small kids that you really don't then need the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need giant open spaces mm-hmm. once the kids are not, like, rolling around. Yeah. Riding their bikes inside. Right. We have a very large dining room, and our table is pushed off to one side, and it fits fine, but the reason for that is because of the toddler play yeah. space that is needed. And I don't know if I'll ever really change it, but um, that that's the whole reason. Because when we first moved in, I think we felt like it was awkward. Mm. And then after having kids, we're like, oh, no, this is totally useful. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I feel like you kind of have to weather those years. Mm-hmm. Which your kids get to is Reed past that point where he needs like a playroom? No. They still use like monster trucks and make tracks and yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't know when that is. Teenager? Yeah. Tweeny. So you got Tween at least tw- face about to turn one. So <laughs> you got at least another. Yeah. Not only that, we really like put our clock back mm-hmm. a lot with Faye having a five and a half year gap between our middle and her. So you got plenty of time to save up for a house. Yeah, totally. But then you're going to have to build it somewhere not down here. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I don't envision it being in the middle of a subdivision that just surrounded by McMansions. Yeah. Because I feel like it would stick out. But I, I feel like there is there is a little bit of a nod. I feel like I am seeing more builders care. 
um, there are some neighborhoods coming up around here that where the styles are a little more defined and it's not just like throwing up a house and yeah. it looks like every other house on the block, like a little more custom, a little more like distinct. We're seeing, you know, Tudor things or European styles and dormers and all those wonderful things come back. Praise the Lord. Mm. So, but then you're going to have to build it like on land unless you are in a subdivision. Those are kind of your two options. I would say, I guess if the subdivision was a little more geared toward, um, you know, maybe more custom homes, it might fit better. What's the furthest you'd be willing to drive? To where? To work. I don't know. Because right now, that 90-second commute is mm-hmm. really good. Um, I haven't it's really Caleb th- too. thought about it. Caleb's got like a three-and-a-half-minute drive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we were within 15 minutes, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... If I had to wrap up owning a business in one sentence, it would be, <laughs> I'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, what's your goal for the next five years for collected living? You would. Hit me. Cast the vision. You've got all these creative ideas. Well, you're giving me a whole like. Two and a half seconds to think about it. Okay, Lori. <laughs> hmm. It's not like I'm emailed these questions beforehand. No. We like to just really pop things on the fly. I want the unfiltered, raw, real, unfiltered, collected living design podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see this podcast take off. Hey. I'd love to be able to... We're going to get a TV show. Any TV producers out there? I don't really care about a TV show. That sounds like a lot of work, honestly. Yeah, no. I I don't want someone to film me and say like, okay, now say this. Right, no, yeah. No. You know what I always... You can't be tamed. What I really enjoy watching other designers that I love do um, is do like a video tour of a home they just designed and just kind of explain their choices and their reasonings and stuff. Like that would be really cool. If we're to the point where we're doing a whole home, whether it's helping with a new build or we remodeled a lot of a home and there, we could do like just well done video tours. Mm -hmm. That is, that sounds neat. I feel like we could do that now. Yeah. Do you think if we gave Corey a shout out on here, he'd give us a discount on our next video? <laughs> Hashtag Corey Thomason Productions. Is that his business name? I can't remember. Corn Dog Productions. <laughs> He's not gonna like that. <laughs> Sorry, scratch that. <laughs> Corey Thomason, the best in the business. Videos. He does do a great job. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, we could. Some of them might be kind of short. (laughs) (laughs) 
We gotta. Well, this is the kitchen, and okay, that's it. Yeah. Although you know what, actually, I think we should do. Hit me. MTV cribs mm. of our houses. Oh, our own houses. Uh huh. Oh, I'd be game for that. Even if there's like so much we want to change or we don't like. The most exciting part for me would be opening the door and saying, "Welcome to my crib, y'all." <laughs> What this is my the, fridge. This is what, yeah. What's in your fridge, Crystal? No, my fridge. Let's see. Uh, mozzarella sticks. Cheese. I mean, uh, those you better know, be in your freezer. No, but. like, like not mozzarella sticks. Like uh, cheese sticks. Cheese sticks. Gogurt. Mm. Uh, <laughs> orange juice. Mm. All the things that my kids ask me for snacks seventeen million times a day. We went to the snack drawer. Yeah. Where they could access it. And they just get whatever they want all the time. Well, see, that's the problem. I know, especially when your kids, your toddler's age, probably less impulse control. Yeah, I definitely have made mine turn around and go put something back when it's like ten minutes before dinner. Rhett will do that. Vera has a meltdown. I'll say, Rhett, he'll say, "Can't open this," mm-hmm. and it's raisins or whatever, and I'll say, "We're about to eat lunch, so go put those back." And he says, "Oh," and just throws them down on the ground <laughs> <laughs> wherever he's standing. Which, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a meltdown. Right. But then usually Gracie tries to eat them. Wow. Gracie just got a haircut. Gracie Bell Reigns. She's making it. She looks, this sounds terrible, but. She looks scary. As a, fr- with a fresh cut. Yeah. She looks so much cuter. Oh, really? Yeah. And I love her more. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just find myself getting more and more annoyed the uglier she is. <laughs> And this is why you should remodel your home. <laughs> See, you do care about what your surroundings look like. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Ugly things are harder to love. Or um, I'm following this organizer person on Instagram for a while, and she's doing a January challenge where she like posts one thing a day that you should spend 15 minutes just focusing on to help declutter. Okay. And like the clutter, the clutter just does more. It's more than just like messy. That's true. It's like it makes you feel, and this is so true for me, chaotic or like stressed when when everything's like cluttered and like messy around me. Yeah. And there's like stuff everywhere and nothing's organized and you don't know where to find everything and everything doesn't have a home. Mm-hmm. We are finally getting, we moved two months ago. Something like that. Mm-hmm. We're finally getting like the last few things kind of. Because you got to find homes when you move. You don't just have a place for it to go. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out where you're going to put everything. Mm-hmm. And we moved to a bigger house, so that's good. But there's not a ton of like storage. I went to Target. Oh, BT Dub. I have baby stuff for you in the back oh, of my car. Nice. And no, it's your stuff that oh, I'm giving back to you. That's less exciting. <laughs> it's just stuff that I borrowed from you okay. guys. Yeah. With Faye. Um, I got bit by the January 1st New Year, New yeah. You bug, and I went to Target and bought totes and labels. Let me tell you my excitement level through the course of that sentence. I got bit by the January <laughs> bug, and then it just really plummeted. I thought you were going to tell me you got bit by some sort of animal living in your basement. Because I could believe there's a few living down there. <laughs> I actually told Caleb, 2024, 
the year of our basement. <gasps> and he took a huge sigh and like, yeah, because that means not redoing our basement people, cleaning it and organizing yeah. it. That's a big undertaking. <laughs> it In is fact, not you good. You might as well just call 1-800-JUNK. <laughs> 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Say, why don't you send a crew of about 15 people over here for a week? It, actually, the other exciting thing about having your last baby and knowing it's your last baby yeah. is when you get, get rid, rid of, of that, that stuff, stuff, it's never coming back to you. Okay, are you going to get, so you got totes. Are you getting like shelves for the totes? Mm, not yet. Just going to stack them? Yeah. And do you have like, is your basement dry to the point where you can just put stuff on the ground? Usually. <laughs> How's that water heater? Um, It's holding on. Did he get the, did Caleb get the little part changed? He did get the part. It is not installed. Oh, so it's not changed. It's just sitting he there. He said it's not really leaking anymore. Damn. So he's, that to him is a free ticket to not do anything. I get it. Yeah, sometimes when like a car is broken or something, and all of a sudden it just starts acting fine. You're like, oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fix itself. Very rarely is that the case. Also, my windshield is cracked in my van. Um, is that uh, another of your son's doings? No. Because you got some carvings also in your van. Mm, I do. I Reed's name is scratched <laughs> on the hood with also an asterisk under it. And that's just for decoration. Oh, yeah. And also, he should have known, don't scratch your own name. Yeah, if that's you don't a want dead giveaway. <laughs> it wasn't Cohen that decided. Did he try to, to deny no, that it was him? No, not at all. Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, no. And so what happened with the windshield? <clears throat> While driving, or you just noticed it? And we just noticed it. And it had had a few of the little um, tiny, minuscule divots, you know, chips. chips. And um, as I was organizing... On January 1st, I came across in our desk a windshield repair kit that Caleb Perfect. had purchased that he was supposed to use on those so that they didn't get a giant crack yeah. all the way across. And, and I was now. like, held it up to him. And he was like, mm, yes, uh, I need to use that. <laughs> but it was too late. Oh, now it's 100% too late. So that's good i'm gonna go ahead and call the cops and report you driving around <laughs> with me it's not in my <laughs> sight line is that the law that's what i was told oh from a lawyer or <laughs> someone that does car inspections <laughs> okay yeah all right um so you're organizing 2024 the year of the basement year of the basement how good are we talking just better because that wouldn't be a high bar. <laughs> I, you know, it, we really need to have a garage sale. Mm. But that is also just like a lot of work. You could do what uh, most of America does and just go buy a storage unit to put all your crap in that you don't need anymore. I definitely just don't want it. I, I like to throw stuff away. I'm not yeah. a hoarder. So garage sale, you don't have a garage, but... Yeah, yard sale. Yard sale. You'd probably get a lot of traffic. I know. I think it's just a matter of the organizing, the time. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I'd rather just someone be like, you know what I really need? And I can just be like, oh, I have that. Here you go. Just kind of a yard giveaway. 
Well, that that would be my alternative to not doing a yard sale. It's just like you know, just call your friends and say, "Hey, come take a tour. See if there's anything you <laughs> I need." I actually wanted to do that for Natalie and Katie while they were staging. Yeah, I kind of did. I sent them some pictures. They took it all. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But we need to keep doing that. We need to keep up. Yeah, I think the like end game of that is calling one eight hundred got junk. I really just should take it all to. Donate it because what am I going to get at a yeah. garage sale? 40 bucks. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> What's your time worth? Yeah. $10,000 an hour. That's what tap the potential tells me. Hashtag tap the potential. Use code collected living. Use code collected living. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So do you have $10,000 worth of stuff down there? Uh, no. Nah. Then you probably shouldn't use one hour. <laughs> Well, I guess we just decided there's a, that would be a great jump start. Mm. Just getting that pile of things that I've said these aren't these aren't bad. This is useful to somebody somewhere. Yeah, and just getting rid of that. Just taking it to the thrift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I got my theater chairs. Yep, I don't got any of those, but Man. I got some artwork and some old light fixtures. See. Actually, we need some artwork. Yeah. Why don't you send some pictures to Katie? Okay. Because we might take it. We got a lot of empty walls. Some of it's a original by yours truly. Oh, yeah. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I used to craft and paint and things. Yeah. I'm actually going to do it in France. France. That's Fra- pronounced. <laughs> Pelly France. Well, I'm not going to be in Paris the whole time. Just a couple days. Okay. What other cities? Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Well, give me your best. I can't even go there. I'd have to look it up. You don't remember one other city you're going to. It's We're staying in this uh, city with a weird name. And I can't even remember exactly which letter it starts with right now. Probably a B. It's not a B. I think it's a C. Mm. Which is tricky mm. in French. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um. <laughs> I don't think you told me what you were excited about other than seeing old buildings. Well, it's it's um it's less of a let's go visit every tourist attraction vacation and a we're going to stay in this old chateau, this like big chateau that looks chateau. like looks like a castle. <laughs> and then daily there is transportation set up for you. To go visit nearby villages. And you just get to kind of like wander and explore these villages and like go eat like in these like restaurants in the villages and go see their markets and things like that. And so it's just more of like uh, exploring southern France without like I'm not like standing in line or going up in the what's that thing called? <laughs> Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> if I see the Eiffel Tower, I'm good. I'll just see it. Yeah. Cool. There it is. I'm good. Do you think it'll be less impressive than your, maybe its reputation? Probably. I feel like everything's kind of like that. Yeah. But, um, so I'm excited to just like be somewhere old and different and where like, I don't know, everything's just kind of beautiful and serene. Is there, we were watching All the Light. You cannot see. Yeah. The other day. Have you seen it? Uh-huh. It's so good. K 
Caleb read the book. I got to read the book. Actually, I just reserved it on Libby. So I'm going to read the book, but that the show is, was great. Too. That's devastating to watch. All those places get destroyed by Well, so that's wars. what I was thinking as I was watching it. Like, is there any of that left? Like, any damage left? I don't know. War? Is everything rebuilt? I think that, again, probably people over there care enough. And back then, they cared enough to rebuild it. But I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. This will be my first time in Europe, which wow, kind of makes me sad. Yeah, that it you is my are first time. Not what we would call a world traveler. And how many times have you been to Europe? That was not the question. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched a lot of Tour de France races. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Le Tour, <clears throat> call it. So, you could say I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I was going to see if you knew any names because I was curious if there was any tour stages that had gone through there. Oh, Are you um, going to the Alps at all? No. Seems like kind of a miss. <laughs> well, I don't, I can't, I don't know geographically exactly where those are, so I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think so. Gotcha. Uh, How big is France? Lay it over the U.S. and tell me. Bigger than Texas? No, I don't think so. No. Hmm. That's just me going off of what I think I see on Google Maps. Yeah. I think Toulouse is a nearby city of where I will be. Hmm. It's southern France, not too far from the Mediterranean. Are you going to go to? But not on the coast. The I coast? think there would be an opportunity on one day if we wanted like to should. venture out. I feel like I've heard a lot about the south of France. Well, that's where I'll be. I know, but like <laughs> the coast. Okay, the coast. Yeah, I think. That that's a uh, very strong possibility, but it's not on the itinerary as of yet. And how are you going to handle? Because I know your New Year's resolution was no no more wine. So <laughs> when you're in France, <laughs> no, I'm very excited for French wine. I love French wine. <laughs> I was just going to see if I could bait you into really taking that stand. Nope. Uh, that's probably going to be good. I would imagine. The French wine. Yeah. Hundred percent. And isn't champagne? Isn't that French? Mm-hmm. Maybe try some of that while you're there. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do your French accent when you're there. Actually, I was people told. People are gonna be so offended. I was told by people that any Spanish you know will accidentally come out, as people are saying, like, because I know a few Spanish terms, like, baño, lo siento, you know, mm-hmm. no sé, all these things. They're like, whenever people start talking to you in a different language, you will start accidentally saying your Spanish terms that you know, which I'm like, yeah, I, I could get that. I get it. Hmm. But I haven't been in that situation yet. Would you consider yourself a linguist? No. One time I took an online quiz about my vocabulary. Oh. And I scored pretty low. <laughs> I want to take it. Do you like those kind of tests that question your intelligence? <laughs> I really like them. <laughs> I don't feel non-intelligent. I want to. I want someone to tell me objectively you're smart. <laughs> I Smarter have than a, the average bear. I have a high IQ in other areas. Maybe and is that just kind of what your parents? <laughs> you Maybe. Okay. I don't. It doesn't bother me. 
that I'm not good with the words. Yeah. That's like, uh, I saw, you know, the office episode where Kevin starts cutting out unnecessary words. Mm -mm. He starts talking like, why use many word when few word do trick? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they think he's having a stroke. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I saw some guys, it was like a cover letter. And it was basically written like that. And then he put like a meme of Kevin saying that. Why use many word when few word do trick. (laughs) That would definitely get you an interview here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that whole world of like interviews and cover letters and. Dumb. It's kind of a mess. But did you ever really have to deal with that? Because isn't nursing kind of like. I mean, I still had to have like resume and cover letter maybe yeah but it wasn't too involved is it hard to get a job as a nurse like if you have your degree no yeah see i think that's the problem when you have something more ambiguous like you get a business degree mm-hmm. like what do you do mm-hmm. not like a oh just go to a hospital and you'll get a job there right so then it becomes kind of a the search. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if somebody's going to figure that out and figure out how to like match up people that actually you actually want to hire with. Headhunters. Yeah, but those exist and the problem's not solved. Yeah. Did you know that they sometimes get paid like a full year's salary? A headhunter? Yeah. Like if you hire somebody, Isn't that's like the cost. Weird. Yeah, it's a lot. Sometimes it's not. So it's like a staffing agency, but. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm sure they bring good people. Let's hope. <laughs> Who's our next, what's our next hire, you think? Like on payroll? Yeah. Um. I think it's definitely going to be on the construction side. Hallelujah. (laughs) But I could see a couple different scenarios working out. We're we're in the middle of rearranging, so it's hard to say. It is. But aren't we always in the middle? That sum up owning a business in a (laughs) sentence. We're in the middle of rearranging. We're in the middle of rearranging, so it's hard to say. We're in the middle of transition. We're in a transition period. Yeah. Yeah, so that is always, but it's especially transitioning right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to figure out how to do more jobs at once. Mm. But I think we're on a path. Yeah. So if you need remodels, <laughs> give us a call. I really like doing furniture too, though, people. Mm. Look at this beautiful furniture. I know. It's so pretty. We actually, Aaron and I talked about that yesterday because I have a CR Lane chair. And you are obsessed with it. And I don't know about obsessed. You came but I up do to me like it. out of the blue. I'm not like you with brass, okay, but <laughs> I like it, okay? You came up to me out of the blue and you're like, oh my gosh, I sit in this chair every night. I love it so much. That sounds like an exaggerated Out of the retelling. blue. No. 
And I was like, wow, even Trent. I think I sheepishly said it is very comfortable. I'll admit that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You came to me with the praise of this chair Uh and how much you love it. It's a great chair. It is. Yeah. And my dog puked on it and the stain came right out. Performance fabric. Hashtag performance fabric. Um... I am very excited about the new couch that we're going to get. Ooh, describe it to the people, to the fans. If they want to come see it in person. (laughs) So it has stripes on it. (laughs) And we went a little like funky, but still timeless. Mm. A Mm. little different, but still timeless. Can you get the couches that we get with brass legs? Um, that, that'd probably be considered mid-century modern. And then they look like that, like tapered cylinder. Yep. And we don't do that here. Okay. So. So brass is out. Well, brass is in. But brass. Legs on a couch is out. Okay. I don't know if we need to wait for these people. That's okay. Whatever happened to that one chair that was like leather? Oh, Katie. Katie. We would take it yeah. to Katie's office. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Katie, let us know in the comments how that <laughs> chair is treating you. <laughs> That's how I'll know if she listened to the podcast or not. If we get a comment that says, the chair is great. How long are we at? What's our running time right now? I don't now? know. We should probably wrap it up. I got a hard stop. <laughs> I don't, but I feel like everybody says that. Actually, we do. What's your our business what, coach? What's your farewell message to the fans? Hmm. Pick us. <laughs> <laughs> um. Here's. Here's, I, here's. I asked Aaron what's what would her advice be to someone who's looking to do a remodel. Uh huh. And you know what she said? What? Trust the designers. <gasps> oh. That precious Erin. Precious I always child. knew she was so smart. What would your advice be to someone looking to do a remodel? Okay, I think that I would strongly suggest pick a designer whose style you like. And then trusting them will be so much easier. If you pick based off of... I, and, and that's one factor. I mean, there should be a personality match, but also a style match. Look at their portfolio. Do you love what they do? If the answer is no, that may not be a good fit. If someone comes to us and was like, once mid-century modern, I'm going to send them elsewhere. Mm. We could probably do it. (laughs) Design-wise, I would want to send them elsewhere, if I'm being true, because I feel like they would get a better result. Yeah. And I hope that some other mid-century modern designer would do the same for us, you know. They get someone pretty traditional, you know, send them, send them to where they're going to get a best result and like the best experience. Yeah. Which is collected living design. <laughs> and I say that, that is so much less of an issue in remodels. Well, actually I take that back. You could definitely remodel in a mid-century. Yeah. But I think that we've run into that more in furnishings not remodels where the style may not or the style has to be a lot more distinctive because sometimes if we're in a house that has a traditional bones 
like Catalina. Yeah. But they wanted to go a little bit sleeker. That was easy to do in that house. We were able to like honor the architecture of the house, but also go a little sleeker. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, what furnishing, furnishings you <laughs> put in it. You're not good with your words. <laughs> well, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what furniture you put in it will like set the tone for the house. Mm. But we don't have, we've never been asked to remodel a true architecturally mid-century modern home. Yeah. It's been pretty much all traditional or McMansion mm. transitionals. Yeah. So. And they turn out great. I was supposed to give some sort of advice. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. What do you, what would your advice be to someone who wants to remodel? If you want to remodel, I would say look at look at the portfolio, meet them. It should be based off style and personality fit. Mm-hmm. For sure. You want to like who you're working with. Oh, 100%. Because we're going to get to know each other. Oh, yes. And not to brag, but we're pretty likable. <laughs> we're not stuffy here. Let's That's just say that. <laughs> we're not stuffy. We're likable. Collective living design. Traditional. Traditional design. Non-traditional, non-traditional experience. experience. I was getting that confused with what's on the tagline under our logo. Which is? Um, obviously really memorable. <laughs> well, we've been on Christmas break, yeah, so. Yeah, sure. Okay. Fair enough. Next time on the Collective Living Design Podcast, we will t- tell you what's under our... <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Part two. Okay. Any final words? I'm ready for my three-peat whenever you are. Okay. My tri-peat. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Signing off. We really need a song. And stay classy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Bye.